Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Welcome to another night of broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments heard on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. are generally sensitive to certain topics and or have spiritual beliefs that prohibit you from discussing or participating in certain topics of a sensitive nature, listener discretion is advised. And now, located in in the bright golden studio of the soul of America Radio, I present to you right now Sit down, sit down. Sit down, sit down. 
Wow, man. Have y'all been acting up since I've been away? Y'all been acting up, ain't you? Y'all got some smiles out there on your face. Look here, man. People are calling in. Thank you for tuning in all the way across the United States. People people have been acknowledging us from Africa, from Paris, France, from Spain, from um, England, from someplace in Czech, 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 I don't even know how to pronounce it. A couple of places I can't even pronounce. From, from all over, people have been acknowledging the soul of America Radio, and we love you, and we want you to keep acknowledging us because it makes us feel wanted and appreciated. Not, not the kind of wanted that George Zimmerman was, but, but wanted. That's what I'm talking about. But look, I am so happy to be back into the studios. I got my favorite beverage here which happens to be Starbucks coffee. I don't drink anymore because if I still drank, I would not be on this show. I would probably be somewhere in a stupor. And that ain't no lie. All right, man, I can, I, I'm going to go ahead and fade this music down a little bit. Welcome back to another night of broadcasting here on the Soul of America Radio, worldwide, coast-to-coast talk radio, doing it to your ear hole, baby. I said it. I said it. I said it. I said it. You should have covered your children's ears up when I said it. I said it. I said it. Well, look, we got, man, look here. Before I get into everything, man, I tell you what, I have had a lot of real-life experiences going on, and uh, I, I don't even have time to cover it all. Uh I'm not going to even go into it. I know you guys like reality stuff, but I, I can't even go into it. I, I got an hour and a half of action-packed excitement. We got a lot of stuff to go with, a lot of stuff. I don't know that I'm going to get to everything, and I don't know that I might I might park somewhere. We don't do topics on this show. Uh, what I do is I throw out a few things, and, uh, and, and, and somewhere along the road I end up parking there, and usually I get on a rant. You know, because I am the bad guy. In case you didn't know that, I am the official bad guy. I was told that a couple of months ago. A sacred night to the bad guy. Because that's me. That's me. I am the bad guy. That's right. You you call, I haul. So check this out. We got a lot of stuff to go over tonight. I don't know where to start, but uh, I'm just going to start kind of kicking it. Um I tell you what, I have been through some very atrocious experiences since I have last gotten on the golden mic. I am in the soul of America Radio Studios looking out over the beautiful city of Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, traffic seems to be moving slowly. I guess everybody is out partying, cashing checks, getting America's favorite pastime on, cashing checks and drinking. That's what we're talking about here in the ham, baby. So I guess everybody's out there having fun. And uh, we got another show that's coming up. Um, it was going to be uh, Two Young Ladies, the younger version, but we've done some 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 remixing on it, and that show is definitely coming up. It's going to feature the younger side of Soar. I can't do that, right? Huh? I can't do the younger side of Soar, can I? Huh? <laughs> Why am I being looked at like this by my producer and folks in here? I can do it. I'm still young. I really am. I'm not old. I'm not. 
I, I can if I want if I want black hair, I just dye it. It's no problem. Look at my mustache. Is that all right? Y'all leave me alone. Leave me alone. I am not old. Everybody that graduated with me would definitely say that we're not old. Till I look at their pictures, everybody old but me on the. But anyway. So anyway, uh, we got them coming up uh, probably. We're going to try to get them in Wednesday um, and uh, start the show. Uh, uh, so it's going to be for the younger crowd. Of course, anybody's welcome to listen. Uh, 20, I think the hosts are like 20, 20, what, 20? And, and I don't know. I, I can't even think that young. <laughs> I was 20, over 20 years ago. But anyway, we're lining that up. And, uh, of course, check out In the Ladies' Room on Monday, and, of course, Dr. Bo every Thursday, and that's the lineup, and we got some more stuff coming. I have actually a show that I'm I'm working on myself. I just had some things that got caught up with that is actually um, a a gospel type of environment, and so um, uh, I think the name of it is going to be called Praise Break, if I'm not sure. Um, is, that what we, is that what we decided on, Praise Break? It's called Praise Break, and I'll be hosting that probably on Friday nights and replaying it on uh, Saturday or Sunday. But uh, I will be hosting a new show called Praise Break, and it will feature gospel talk, some gospel music, and uh, some word. Uh, I do like delivering the word. I love the word of God. I ain't going to lie. So I will be delivering some of that. And uh, just taking calls, you know, um, I, I won't be doing the – what is it where they go, where they play that funeral music and say, oh, we're going to be taking prayer requests for Sister Brown and for Sister Smith over in Fairfield. We won't be doing none of that. So if you're looking for that, you need to call Erskine Fosh. That's my boy, Erskine Fosh. He does that sick call. Sounds like he's in a funeral home when he does that show. And that music is creepy, but I'm not going to be doing that. I'm not going to be playing the creepy music taking prayer requests. Uh, so I'm going to be giving it real, and so it's going to be live, so make sure you join us for that. Man, today, uh, I forgot about this Zimmerman bail hearing. And I'm not going to get into it now because I'm, I promised myself I was going to do my breaks. But before I go to the break, let me just say this. Um, I, 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 I poked my head around Facebook, and I've noticed some of the comments uh, about the Zimmerman bail hearing today and uh it it it's it's depressing actually it 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 bothers me it disturbs me what i'm reading and i don't know so sure that you really understand what my viewpoint is on this uh i probably won't be liked uh when i make this opinion uh i probably will lose some phone calls um, I probably would lose some listeners, but I got to be me, right? Just like you got to be you, I got to be me. And I want to address the Zimmerman Bell hearing, and I want to, uh, I want to sort of uh, uh, mention some of the things I've read from some people, some of the comments, uh, and um, and I want to address them uh, because I feel like uh, it's gone a little too far. And also the Secret Service sex scandal. I love saying that. Don't that sound good? Sex scandal, man! You can't, you can't tell me you don't get chill bumps when you hear that. Sex scandal, girl. Who? Cut on the TV, girl. Who? Who in a sex scandal? Ooh, y'all know y'all love sex scandals. Sex scandals. That's right. We got a Secret Service sex scandal. 
And uh, I don't think anybody has not heard of it. I, I, you know, I, I think everybody that has anybody has heard of this. And I want to address, I want to say some words about that a little later, this Secret Service sex scandal. And, and one of the topics I print out said, it's, it gets worse. You know, it's, it's amazing. Sex really sells. And the media, any kind of sex they can get their hand on, they all over it, baby. You hear me? I mean, they all freaking over it. Sex. They couldn't wait to put that in print. Sex scandal. We got another sex scandal. So um, that and then this ridiculous story um, of, well, let me let me rephrase that. Whoop, I took that back. You didn't hear that. Strike that from the record. This story of uh, of handcuffing the, uh, the, the, the six-year-old drew some fierce criticism on my page. And uh, a lot of people, some people uh, felt rather harshly about it. And um, some people uh, felt like, it might have been necessary, uh, and then other people are saying it's. Uh, I think the quote was "Hell no" uh, was uh, put on my page uh, when asked was it appropriate. Uh, some people calmly said, "Well, maybe." Uh, some people have different views, but we're going to get into some of that stuff. And um, I'm telling you, I might lose a few friends, a few people over some of my comments tonight. But that is why they call me. Tony Stalin's live because that's the, I can't think of no other way to do it, baby. If you're going to do it, you might as well do it live. All the way live. I think that was Lakeside or Lakeside. Lakeside. So anyway, when I come back after the break, I'm going to dive into some of those topics and um, see where we go from there. And uh, until the end, look here, tonight is 7 this night. Tonight is seven is night, which means that at some point every after every break, coming back, I'm gonna play something from the seventies and you tell me a little bit about it. We'll be right back after this word. You're listening to Tony Stallings. I'm all the way live. Right now. You're listening to the Soul of America Radio. Ain't nobody bad like us. Here's a listing of the shows that you're going to listen to right here on the Soul of America Radio. Weekly, we have broadcast Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Times are subject to change. On Monday nights, you get In the Ladies' Room. Featuring the divas of the Soul of America Radio with hot topics geared toward African-American females. You get that Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Tuesday nights features Tony Stallings Live. You get to talk about anything you want on this particular show. Tony has guests. Tony has a lot of information. Listen to him because he doesn't take many calls. He just likes to talk. Thursday night, you got Dr. Bo. Dr. Bo, also known as Big Easy. And Big Easy helps us foster healthy relationships of all kinds of natures. Join Big Easy Thursday, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time, right here on SOAR.
This is the Soul of America Radio.
that was the theme, the end theme from the Monkees back there in the uh, 70s, uh, one of my favorite groups. Okay, I'm shaking, y'all. Hold on, let me get my breath. You know, I tremble, man. I, I, don't, I can't do roaches and I can't do snakes, but okay. Hold on a minute. Okay, ah, okay, got the show going, baby. The show must go on. That's what Dr. Thomas E. Lyle said. Ah. <clears throat> okay, I might have to get Chris to finish the show. <laughs> I might have to go get Chris, man. I can't stay in the studio. Lord have mercy. Uh, producer, producer, would you get some bug spray? <laughs> would you get some bug spray? Huh? <laughs> Don't be looking at me like that. Get some, some bug spray, some raid. You hear me? Roaches in the studio. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Oh, Lord. Jesus. Okay. All right. Moving on. Moving on. The Zimmerman bail hearing today. Um. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Okay. Come on, Tony. You got to get it together, baby. All right. One, two, three. Boom. The Zimmerman bail hearing today. Um really blew my mind, and uh, it wasn't so much the hearing as it was the reaction I got uh, from my Facebook community, and a lot of people were disgusted. They were complaining. They were whining. Uh, I'm going to say this. They were bitching. They were moaning. They were crying. They were snobbing. They were slobbering. How dare he get bail? How dare they let him out? He needs to sit in jail and rot in hell. I hope he burn in hell. Let me just say this. Now, uh, since I've done that last show uh, about Zimmerman and this situation, I've had a slight change of attitude. Is that thing dead? Check it make sure it's dead because I ain't hate. I've had a slight attitude about the way I feel about this case. Okay, now, if you want to hang up after I say this, Bon Voyage, I'm the bad guy. That's what I do, okay? But I'm going to say this because, I'm, 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 frankly, I'm kind of tired of it. Uh, I think the end thing now, and, and the, the, the end thing now is to talk about how bad of a person George Zimmerman is. I, I think it's, it's, it's a conversation piece. To where if we're sitting around in the barbershop and I ain't got nothing to talk about, I can say, man, ain't that, ain't that a shame how they let uh, him out, man? He, he he killed his kid in cold blood and they just let him out. I'm sick of this, man. It's the racism of America, blah, blah, blah. Okay? It's cool to beat up on George Zimmerman these days. That's the end thing. It's a fad. That's what we do in America. That's what we do. We get fads and we hang on them. But let me say this. Do I think he hunted down, hunted him down and kill him, killed him? Yes. Yes, I do. Do I feel that race was an issue? Probably. Probably. I think he was just disturbed, but probably. Okay? More than likely. Do I think uh, he should have been arrested? Of course I do. Yes. They should have put his butt in jail that same night, but they didn't, okay? Now, that wasn't his fault. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? It wasn't his fault. Now, he came in and he pleaded this stand-your-ground law. Uh, well, I shot him. It was in self-defense, blah, 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 okay? The ultimate 
decision relied upon the police department, the Sanford Police Department, and from what I understand, the state, the, the attorney, the, the district attorney, if I'm not mistaken, they chose not to take him into custody um, uh, and arrest him per se. They chose that. George Zimmerman didn't didn't make that decision. Okay, let's just let's just get that out and open right now. Number, uh, my next thing is his bail hearing, and I'm a, I'm gonna kind of go down the line on this thing was not because he was white or whatever he is. He's not a Negro. He's not an African-American, so a non-African-American. He did not get released because he is not black. Do you understand that? They did not let him out because he is considered white. That's the most asinine thing I think I've heard today. No, he did not get let out because he was white. This case has national attention now. These people would be crazy out of their mind to ignore the law in Florida and just let him out because he, cause he's white. Well, I feel like we need to let the defendant out because he's of Caucasian persuasion. Pow, let him out today, free and where he can go wherever he wants to go because he's white. That's foolishness. They let him out because they have a sliding scale that he has to go by. It's a model he has to fit. Is he a flight risk? Does he have a valid pass? Blah, 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 blah. Now, with that being said, I know everybody's saying, but he did have a valid pass. He did. No, let me just say this. Let me say this. George Zimmerman, his defense attorney, put on a very good show today. He did a very good show today. Excellent. And it's not, it wasn't a trial. It was just to determine whether or not he was a flight risk and if he could be released, and so forth. Now, it wasn't because he was white. Let's just get over that. And, and let's stop because a week, two weeks ago we were saying, well, I see one, a couple of you already hung up. Good. Let me just say this. Well, you know, uh, um, if he can just, all we want is for George to be arrested. We just want justice. We just want Zimmerman to be arrested. Okay, well, he was arrested. Now let justice walk its course. Leave it alone. Go about your lives. Leave this stuff alone. Don't pick it up no more. Quit crying every time they, they do something with this guy. I have stopped because I must admit I was on the bandwagon too, but I'm through with it. Now, do I, do I think all of the things that I said about him? Oh, of course I do. Of course. But the main thing I wanted and I stressed in my show was to arrest this guy. Okay? Now, they let him out. He's got a very strict uh, probation um, you know, we want his bail revoked. It didn't happen. Get over it. Grow up. Okay? Uh, now, what I did consider kind of unusual about this thing was the fact that they did say that they may allow him to leave the state. That's unusual. But safety is a concern for him because that boy got a lot of hits out on him. Got a lot of hits out on him. So safety is an issue with him. Do I think he needs to remain in, in jail? Yeah. I think he I think I don't think he needs to be let out personally. But that's the that's what we have the justice system for. That's what we've been whining and crying about. That's what I was whining and crying for. I wanted justice for George Zimmerman. Okay, let's let justice work. After he goes through the complete system, then we bitch moan, cry, complain, whatever. But let the system that we so that we so eloquently begged for let him work. 
Now, this case is getting too much attention for them to do racial prejudices in this case. It will be a, he, the judge will be a fool to ignore any kind of law and go ahead and just let him out on $150,000 bond because he's white. He'd be a fool. He, he would, it would end his career. Okay? So, uh, now, I did have one of my good, my good uh, fellow uh, hosts, man, I love her, Monica and Autumn. Uh, you can catch up with them on uh, com. Monica and Autumn have been following this situation, and they've been all over it. Good reporting. They are a news um, station out of Detroit, but they do national news. And uh, she brought up a very good question, and I don't mind giving shouts out. She's just like a, you know, we all stick together, ROJS Radio Live on Blog Talk. She brought up a question: Was Trayvon was Trayvon the one actually utilizing the stand your ground law? And that's something to think about. Was he utilizing the stand your ground law? So, so the thing about it is, and what the attorney did accomplish today was he slowed everything down. I mean, George is out now. George Zimmerman is out now. Okay. And uh, uh, he can order every test he wants to order now. He can slow things up. He can file all these motions because he don't have a client saying, hey, when am I going to get out of jail? When am I going to get out of jail? When am I going to get out of jail? You need to let me out. He don't have a client doing that now. So he can let things cool down, and it don't take long for Facebook folk to cool down. I mean, really, it, yeah, I think in case of Anthony, it took, what, a day and a half? And you didn't even, most of y'all don't even remember her daughter's name, the, the little baby's name that got killed. And the thing about it is, um, we, it don't take long. He knows that. We're fickle. After a few days, we won't even, Zimmerman who? 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 What? That trait? Who? We won't even know. And that's what I think the defensive strategy was for actually um, uh, uh, seeking this to, to get him out primarily. They needed to let this cool down. So they're going to keep him out of sight, out of mind, and they are going to file motion after motion after motion after freaking motion. And that's what that that's the way I see this thing uh coming out. Now, did they do a good job? Yeah, they did a wonderful job. Did the prosecution do a good job? People are bland blasting the prosecution saying they didn't do a good job. Let me just say this. They didn't want to go any deeper than what they were doing. See, what what happened was, what had happened was, the defense was really pushing as close as he could onto the prosecution, hoping he could pull him over the line to give him some information. That's that's what was really going on. That's why he attacked that statement, that uh, probable cause statement. That's why he attacked the wording in the documents that uh, wanted for his arrest because he wanted to pull the prosecutor over that line so he could start questioning him on the facts of the case. But they were a little smarter than that, and that did not happen. So, I mean, I think it was an awful good strategy. Uh, it's from the defense, the guy is very intelligent. He kind of scares me because I can almost see another Casey Anthony thing coming out of this. Well, we all think he's going to go to jail. We all just... Just 100% sure this man's going to get locked up. And then at the end of the book, <laughs> he gets that scot-free. I can see that coming. I can just see it coming. Don't ask me how. I can feel it. I, I, I'm sorry. I do. Now, if, I, if it happens the other way, I'm going to get on the show and say, hey, y'all remember on April 30th, 20th, I said something. Well, I was wrong. 
but I, I'm telling you, I can read these things right. I can see it coming. The burden of proof is on the prosecutor, not not George, not Georgie boy. It's not on him. It's on the prosecutor. So we got uh, that kind of situation came up, and this Secret Service sex scandal, man, I tell you. And you know, I'm not bound to a topic. I'm really not. I just I'm just kind of floating over these things because these are the things I'm passionate about. And uh, I'm going to get to that in just a moment. And, in fact, I'm going to take a quick break, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to talk about the Secret Service sex scandal. i got a problem with that. We're going to get into Internet pornography a little bit later on because it all correlates. It all correlates. It all comes together. The the uh, the sex scandal, all of this stuff is, is intertwined. And I'm going to talk about the war on dogs between Obama and Romney. And this kindergartner who got her who got handcuffed, and I got a lot of heated discussions on that. That and more right here on Soar. I'll be right back after this brief, brief message. The last time you're gonna see a black guy like this again, let me tell you.
Hiding on the groove line, baby. P70 Jam by the Heat Wave. Riding on the groove. This song right here gave me my cool. And when I heard this song, I could look in the mirror and say, I am cool. It gave me my cool. I had a flow. I had groove line. The boy was cool. No doubt about it, baby. No doubt about it. And the roach is dead. We have confirmed through sources that the roach is dead. We have confirmed sources telling us that the roach is dead. (laughs) All of our sources confirm that the roach has died from injuries sustained by the bottom of the shoe. Details tonight at 10 o'clock on CNN and extra coverage tonight with Anderson, whatever his name is. Tune in tonight. Find out more about the dead roach. Hey, y'all, I got a quick question. What do you think? Should students and teachers be friends on Facebook? I mean, really, should, should the students and friends, should students and teachers be friends on Facebook? Because to me, it opens up another avenue to where he can go, he or she can go comment on pictures. Sort of make comments and stuff. So I don't know. I, I kind of have mixed emotions about whether or not students and teachers should be friends on Facebook because a lot of it starts there. And that's kind of the tie-in with Internet pornography. And I, I'm going to get to that. And while uh, uh, Obama and Romney... Obama and Romney uh, are going on a war of dogs here, um, apparently... Um, there's been some talk about uh, uh, Romney strapping a dog on the top of a car. Okay, let me get my glasses. Young folk need glasses. Hold on a second. Okay. Uh, Romney, (laughs) uh, he strapped his dog to the top of the car. You know, every time I read this, it reminds me of that uh, movie, uh, Vacation. With uh, Chevy Chase, you know how they strapped the dog? They, they tied the dog to the back and put the dead on on the car? Well, anyway, it was a 12-hour drive. And they strapped the dog to the top of the family car. Sounds normal, right? Right? And they were going to Canada. And um, here's the funny part. Here's, I guess the dog folks going to hang up in a minute, too. A lot of y'all hung up, and that's good. Uh, when I got to talking about Zimmerman. <laughs> um, the funny thing about this was when, when they brought up the fact that uh, the dog is named Seamus. And when they took him down from the, from the carrier, they took him down from the carrier when the dog fell ill and he took him down to hold him down before putting him back on the top of the car again. So uh, is that the protocol for putting dogs on the top of the car that you have to hold them down every so often? Is that in the book? I bet you doggone, uh, um, um, what's his name, Michael Vick going, hey, what up now? They can strap dogs to the top of the car and hold them down, and, and I, I, you know, I, I, what's up with that? <laughs> I guess Vic, you know, Vic going, what's up? 
But anyway, his wife minimized the incident and said, well, we travel all the time, and the dog ate the turkey on the counter. I mean, like he had the runs, okay? Now, on the, on the, on the heels of that, they said Obama, they, 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 they looked at his memoir, uh, Dreams from My Father, and they found out where he said, Obama wrote about his stepfather, I can't pronounce his name, introduced him in Indonesia to dog meat, who Barack Obama says it was tough. Snake meat, even tougher. Roasted grasshopper, crunchy. That sounds kind of delicious, roasted grasshopper. And that power, that passage in his book has gone viral, and the Republicans are eating it up. And uh, he's been uh, all over Twitter, you know, with the Republican circuit. You don't see it in, in certain circuits, but it's all over. Um uh, Obama's 2008 rival, uh, uh, John McCain, let me see. Uh, this tweet about uh, John Obama, let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were talking about the president's roof week, rough, R-U-F-F week, get it? And uh, John McCain said, uh, talking about his son's bulldog, uh, Apollo, he made the statement, I'm sorry, Mr. President, he's not on the menu. Do I think that's picking on him? No, I think it's having fun, and I like it. <laughs> he Look, the man... Tried dog meat. Now, I don't know how many of y'all go to Chinese restaurants, and this ain't got nothing to do. Don't be writing me if you're Chinese. Don't be writing me if you're in China. Don't be sending me no cards, no letters. I love y'all. I eat Chinese food. But if you frequent Chinese buffets a lot, nine times out of ten, you have tasted dog meat. <laughs> That's just the truth. I'm sorry. Sue me. I'm just sorry. That's the truth. Nine times out of ten. You have tasted dog meat, and and it's just I don't know. I don't think this is I don't I don't look at this as harassing. I don't look at this as racial. I'm sure there's some people out there going, well, they wouldn't have done this to George Bush. It's because he's black, and I don't know. Maybe it is, but I just don't see this as a racial issue. I, I don't. I just think it's funny. Uh, he admitted to eating dog meat. So what? You got a whole country that eats dog meat. You know, get, get your head out of the sands. It doesn't mean it is wrong. I don't prefer it, but there, there are countries that eat dog meat. Okay. So, so I don't. I don't think that. I, I just. It just amazes me how that uh, kind of jumped out there on the news, and they're going back and forth about this dog. Do we have any other issues we can talk about other than the dogs, the the, the dogs, and the dog on the car? Are there any other issues we can be getting on? I mean, really? Is that all they got on Obama? Is that it? Is that all you got? Is that all they got? The dog on the top of the car? See, they had a lot of shots at Clinton. I am not. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. They, they had him. I mean, they they had his, you know, jokes for him all day. Uh, uh, you know, he was cool with it, but they they just don't have this kind of stuff on Obama. Obama is a is a good uh, a husband. He's a good father. He's squeaky clean. They can't stand it. So what do they do? They dig through his memoirs to find out where he ate dog meat. Congratulations to the Republican Party. I hope that you live long and freaking prosper. How about that? Well, and and by the way, i got to throw this in. Do you know that Alan Iverson, his soon-to-be ex-wife, now listen to this, how, oh, my God, she is requesting names and numbers of the women he cheated with. 
Did you hear me? She is requesting the names, plural, and numbers of the women that he cheated with. All of them. That's part of her terms. And uh, and he's a, a former point guard powerhouse. He's going through a divorce with his high school sweetheart, Tawana. And uh, she filed it in the court documents asking him to hand over every one of the names that he slept with in their 10-year marriage. And that's according to TMZ. Now, that ain't going to happen. He's going to sit down with a pen and paper. Okay, let me see. Okay, that was Jaquita. Was it Jaquita? Yeah, Jaquita. Yeah, Jaquita. And here's her name and number. Two, three, seven. Yeah, that's it, Jaquita. Uh, that, let me see. In, in San Francisco, it was Pookie in San Francisco. Pookie. He's not going to do that. He'd be a fool to do that. Names and numbers of all the women. He, is, he crazy? Are they, is she crazy? I don't understand it, but I guess that I, I guess somewhere along the line she felt like she could ask that and, and get that information. I don't understand it, but um, that's what she's asking for, all the names and numbers. And it, it's just ridiculous to me. That, that she would even think that he would have the lack of brains to do that. And, and Shaq came out and Shaq came out and said that he cheated, but he didn't do it disrespectfully. He said, yeah, I never did it disrespectfully. That's what Shaq said when he divorced his wife. Yeah, well, man, you know, I, I, I he said it in his book. Yeah, yeah, I cheated, but I never did it disrespectfully. How do you cheat and don't, how do you cheat respectfully? I, I guess you wear a condom? That, that right? I'm looking at my producer, is that right? You got the brains. Is that right? I guess that's what you do. I guess you're respectful to your wife or spouse when you wear a condom. I guess that's what being respectful means. You know, like she kicks in the door. Oh my God, what are you doing? Baby, don't you see this rubble? Oh, I am so sorry. I, I didn't mean to disturb. Lord have mercy. I didn't see the rubber. I'm so sorry. Bye. I don't get it. And last but not least, I just got to cover this. Vanessa Bryant accuses my boy Kobe Bryant of sleeping with 105 women. He got a... He ain't got my boy Will Chamberlain beat. 105. On the nose. In 10 years. 105. In ten years, right? <laughs> you know, I guess we have an average. She says she estimated that he was averaging at least ten affairs a year with different women. But anyway, let me put all that stuff aside. I, I just it, it just amazes me these sports wives and the things they come up with. Okay, um. I'm going to go into this thing about uh, the Secret Service, and, and I'm not going to get into details of it. I'm not. I'm not going to get into details. I refuse to. Uh, but I did want to just sort of give an opinion on it. Uh, the Secret Service sex scandal, and they said it's getting worse. The Colombian authorities have opened up, and this was reported today, that they were open up, it said Saturday? Saturday? Saturday the 21st? Am I in, did I, was I in a drunken stupor? Is it Saturday the 21st? Where am I? Who am I? How many fingers do I see? That's what the reports got. It said it's 12 p.m., 12.40 p.m. Saturday. But anyway, wow. 
and I need to check my iPhone. My iPhone says it's Friday. Good. Uh, Colombian authorities have opened a preliminary investigation about this prostitution scandal out of concern that underage women might have been involved. And um, so they're broadening the scope of this. And uh, the woman uh, made a complaint because she wanted more money. And she's P.O. because she's saying she's not a prostitute. She's a call girl. And, you know, I guess there's a hierarchy in prostitutism. And I guess she's not a, a, a hoe. And she's she's above that. She's not a prostitute. She's a call girl. I guess there's a hierarchy in the prostitutism world. And she qualifies for the top position of um, of call girl. I, I guess that's a better thing. Um as they said uh, in the movie, uh, um, as they said in the movie uh, uh, with with, with uh, Della Reese, I was a respectable. <laughs> Enough of that, Tony. Enough of that. So, uh, in the wake of the scandal, six service, six six Secret Service officers no longer work for the agency. Now, uh, let me say this. Um, uh, of course, over in Colombia, where this happened. Uh, prostitution that involves adults is not a crime, but inducing minors to engage in prostitution is a crime. And this is the reason why the government is trying to verify whether underage women participated in this. Okay, so they're looking at it. Uh, so far, officials have not found any evidence of minors. The girl got mad, from what I understand, and wanted uh, I asked him uh, for what. This is from unconfirmed reports I heard on another radio show. Don't quote me. This is just hearsay. That she wanted 800. And it was a big dispute. It wasn't faulty, but it was a big dispute. And uh, she eventually decided to settle with 250, which he kindly uh, responded with a foot in the rear, get out, like Mike Tyson. One of the worst mistakes you can do if you're a Secret Service agent or any law enforcement and you got a prostitute demanding money, the worst thing to do is put your foot in her rear and say, get out. The worst thing, because you've got a lot more to lose than her being in law enforcement. But that badge gets in your mind sometimes, and you feel like, I can get away with this. I got the badge. I got the gun. I got the power. And um, so uh, he just he should have just, word to the wise, if you're going to have a prostitute or a call girl or whatever over, and she's going to give you a, a, a special discount rate from 800 to 250 take the deal. <laughs> take the deal. Take door number two. Go on about your business. Forget it ever happened. Okay, move on with your life. Give her two fifty plus a tip. If she was, if it was eight hundred and she want two fifty, just give her three hundred and pay for her taxi fare. If they'd have done that, they'd have still had this, their jobs and and so forth. This kind of stuff, and this is my personal opinion on this. Okay, I'm just gonna give my personal opinion. I feel like this is always going on, but it messed around and went on on Obama's watch. And uh, apparently, you know, stuff just don't start happening. And you can't tell me this stuff just popped up out of nowhere. You just got these 11 folk just going all of a sudden act a fool. Uh, and, you know, folks in the military, it, that that just don't pop up out of nowhere. It don't. You remember when they had this big thing about Clinton getting state troopers to escort him while he was doing this sneaking around, you know. Um, sex and politics, let me just say this. Let me say this. Sex, if you, if you want to bring somebody down, you gotta you got to start with, with, with sex scandals. 
Um, and that's been going on for a long time. Uh, King David, one of the most powerful kings, was brought down by Bathsheba. And uh, uh, it, those of you that are, are biblical in any nature know the story. Um, Judah, one of Jacob's sons, had an affair with his dead son's wife. I think the son was named E.R. or something like that. And she tricked him by posing as a prostitute. She was trying to get pregnant. And that's the one he said, spilt his seed and this kind of thing. Um, Abraham uh, and his wife wanted a child, and, and, and you know, they were waiting on the promise from God, but they couldn't, they couldn't wait. They're getting antsy. So they got together and decided, why don't you just uh, hook up with Hagar and get her, you know, go ahead and hook up with her. It was a sex scandal. And, and and she got pregnant, and uh, it was a problem. What I'm trying to say is is that sex scandals are not going to go away. They, we're acting like these things never happen. We're acting like that there's a human on this earth that is uh, uh, immune from sex scandals, from from the from the urge from sex. Now, granted, you owe your position of authority. I, I'm not condoning anything they did. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying what they did was uh, uh, anything that I condone, but I can say this. Um, sex scandals are never going to go away, and, and the reason they aren't going away is because the media needs them. You remember that guy Wiener? You need, they need him. Clinton, anything involving that three-letter word is going to fly. You hear me? It's going to be all over the news, all over the press. People love sex scandals. They don't like sex but they love the scandals. You hear me? They love the scandals. I, I think sometimes they take the paperwork in their house and get some baby oil and, well, never mind. But these people, these Secret Service, I, all, I feel like this has been going on for a long time. It just happened to happen. It just happened to happen on Obama's watch. And this particular time, this girl clowned over her money. Money and sex uh, and power. Those combinations can be dangerous. Um, he also, one of them was, was dumb enough to uh, go on his Facebook page, and I'm going to get to the Facebook issue. Why would you post a picture of yourself in your job as a Secret Service? What does the word secret mean? But anyway, he's got a picture with, he had a picture with Palin, uh, the, uh, the nomination for presidential nominee for the Republican Party back in 08, I think. And he's behind her with his dark shades on saying, I was checking her out, if you know what I mean. How dumb can that be, man? If you checked her out, keep it in your brain, keep it in your head. You're married, you got kids. Why post that stuff on Facebook, especially with the position you got? It just didn't make sense to me. He's got pictures of, on himself on, of Facebook with all these women and, and, yeah, I got the president. That You know, this should have been brought down a long time ago. If, if there's Secret Service out there posting them guarding uh, government officials making these kind of white. Why are they investigating them? Why? I don't understand it. They, uh, they, they called Ted Nugent down because he said that somebody was going to die if, if Obama got elected again. But you got these people that's protecting him doing this kind of stuff. So um, I'm glad that it's, it's coming to where it is, and I'm, I'm praying for a good outcome because I want our U.S. president, any president, to be protected to the max. 
And uh, I, I think that if you have a virus like a sex scandal or uh, any type of uh, a virus like that that can get into that environment, it can leave our president vulnerable. And I do not want any president vulnerable, whether it was Bush, uh, Reagan, Clinton, Obama, doesn't matter the race. No president needs a virus in his uh, uh, organization like this. However, I do think that it's media-driven. Uh, media loves sex. So I, I really I really think that it is a serious situation, but this, like the Zimmerman situation, is media-driven. And... Uh, it, it 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 ties into what I'm going to come back after the break and talk about, uh, and I'm going to get to the handcuffing girl after this. But I got to do a, a, a I'm going to finish it up with my porn segment and then go to the girl. Um, I'm going to be right back. And before I do, I got to play one more thing. Do you remember at the end of this show? Now this used to freak me out. This is a '70s show. Listen to me if you're from the '70s and tell me what this is. I used to be man. I'm telling you when I heard the ending theme to this show. I was always looking over my shoulder because all they talked about for an hour or whatever it was, 30 minutes an hour, was missing people. And you would be sitting there imagining uh, uh, the gentleman saying, Tony was sitting alone in his home at 8 o'clock p.m., and then they walked in, and he was gone. Vanished without a trace. Well, listen to this ending theme and tell me, did it not creep you out when they used to play this in the 70s? sitting in the studios and no one ever saw him again authorities found the dead body of a roach alright so after the break I'm going to come back and get into more of this stuff uh, hang on we'll be right back don't go nowhere uh, I got some more stuff coming up. Got the handcuffing incident coming up and some porn stuff and internet pornography. Be right back after the break. Don't go anywhere. Holding and want to speak, 
right now, press 1 to speak to the host. You're listening to the Soul of America Radio. That's like $184,000 a minute. Also, uh, 28,000 internet users are viewing pornography every second. It's a deep thing, and I think that it contributes to a lot of the behavior that we're seeing now. People are able to get more involved with sexual content right in the basement, right in their homes, right with their family and kids. Uh, it's funny, I was talking to a friend of mine and uh, and, and asked, I said, well, where's your spouse? And he said, oh, on the balcony watching, you know, watching porn. <laughs> it, it's just, it's just uh, 11, listen to this, 116,000 searches for child porn daily. The average age a child first sees pornography is 11 years old. 11. 11. Our announcer, Chris, uh, turns 12 in a few weeks. And, uh, and and he has been on the internet before doing homework, and bam, something flashed up. So um, <clears throat> I'm sure that it raises curiosity. The internet pornography in- industry is a, is demonic. Internet pornography is very, very, very. Uh, uh, it's another virus that contributes to a lot of the things we're seeing in the world today. In my opinion, uh, the most popular day for in the week for viewing pornography, according, and all this is coming from a. a a pornography site, uh, I think it's porn.org. Um, the most the, the most common day for viewing porn is Sunday. The least popular day of the year for viewing porn is Thanksgiving Day. And the internet ha- was a significant factor in two out of three divorces in America last year. And the largest consumer of internet pornography is guess what? Twelve year twelve year old to seventeen year old group. Wow. Mm. 
Two in five abductions of children ages 15 to 17 are due to Internet contact. That's according to the San Diego Police Department. And listen to this. All these major, major, major hotel, excuse me, hotel chains like Hilton, Marriott, uh, Hyatt, Sheraton, Holiday Inn, all offer adult films on in-room pay-per-view television systems, right? And they are purchased by a whopping 50% of their guests. Over half the people that stay in these hotels pay money to watch adult films, now, that accounts for about 70% of their in-room profit. In other words, they make more money on people watching films than anything else in the room. And one hotel owner said, we have to have it. Our guests demand it. And that's according to a CBS News special report. 87% of university students are having sex over webcams. Did you know that? Don't be tuning in right now. Wait till the show ends. Instant messaging or the telephone, according to Rutgers, uh, is one of the ways that they do that. Now, Tony, what does that have to do with anything? We are living in an age now where in the 70s when we grew up, uh, you didn't have this technology. If you wanted to have a booty call, you couldn't go to a booty call site online, type your name in, your age, hit enter, and wait about three minutes for somebody in the same city to say, hey, I want a booty call too. Give me your number and I'll text you. Then you text each other, let's meet at this hotel, boom, it's all done. It's, 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 a, it's a different world. And so uh, it, to me, it it is increasing the chance for our children to get more involved, and I mean, in the church, uh, I think one of the pastors I saw in a statistic said that he believes that over fifty seven percent of his most most pastors said that over fifty seven percent of their population, well over fifty percent, do have an internet or uh, a porn addiction, and some pastors said they struggle with it. Well, we keep it so subliminal in society. And uh, you can't come forward in church and say, I'm addicted to pornography. Uh, they look at you like you stole something. But anyway, I wanted to lay those statistics out there because with this recent sex scandal, um, I, I, I wanted to tie in why that fascinates people so much. And looking at Internet, looking at the statistics on Internet pornography, can't you see there's a correlation with our fascination for sex? for pornography, for sex scandals, it just amazes me. And it is something that we all deal with on a certain level. I would be lying to you if I tell you that I hadn't viewed it. The only thing about it is once you come into the knowledge of uh, whether or not it's obsession or whether or not it's obsessive or whether or not you need to get away from it, that's when you need to deal with it. Sometimes you can do it alone. Sometimes you need help. But it is a problem, and it is, in my opinion, contributing to a lot of the crazy stuff we're seeing now, the abductions, the child rape, just crazy stuff is happening, and it is getting worse and worse and worse. You can go online and pull up any kind of pornography you can dream up in your head. Just type it in there and close your eyes, hit the enter button, it'll come back, just like that, just like that. And the number one the number one word, uh, the number one searched word on the Internet is sex. Can you believe that? I know you can. That's the number one searched word on the Internet. And uh, one more thing about this. I know it's boring the heck out of a lot of you, but uh, the number two term, uh, and this is more than games, travel, jokes, cars, all of that. Sex is number one. 
Uh, and also, overall, uh, this study, according to Alexa Research, found out that pornography or porn was the fourth most searched subject on the entire, entire Internet. And one last subject, in case you don't believe me, over 500 Christian men at a men's retreat, uh, over 90% of them admitted that they were feeling disconnected from God because of lust, porn, or fantasy, and uh, they felt that it had gained a foothold of them. And the sad part about it is men, uh, we as men can't uh, um, all the time go to the congregation uh, because they look at you differently when it comes to sex. So anyway, uh, that ties in, and this thing about the uh, Secret Service people, uh, and that fascinates people. People love that. And, you know, it is a sex scandal, baby. We got another sex scandal. Handcuffing six-year-old children, uh, kindergarten. Um, we all have heard the, the, the uh, and I apologize for clearing my throat so much, but I, I need some water and my producer is not here. Um, but um, the the handcuffing, they, they said a kindergartner throws tantrum at school is handcuffed by police. And uh, according to uh, the sources here, uh, I'm going to kind of go over this. Uh, this is according to WMAZ. It says that officials at Creekside Elementary School in Midgeville, located in central Georgia, called I wonder if this girl was black or white. But uh, they called police on Friday to report that a pupil, and they gave her name, was out of control. They said that they had tried to call her mother but couldn't reach her. Of course. School officials told the uh, WMAZ that they feared the child, listen to this, was a danger to herself and others. Now listen to this now. For all you people that are saying it's such an outrage, listen to what this child was doing. Now, and you tell me. I know you can say, okay, let me just read it. <clears throat> she was crying. Tearing items off the wall, biting a doorknob, trying to break a glass frame, and jumping on top of a paper shredder. At one point, she reportedly knocked over a shelf, injuring the school principal, according to the Associated Press. Now, stop right there. Let me stop right there. Let me, let me read the next sentence, and I'm going I'm to stop. When police arrived, they tried to calm the girl down, but she began acting out again and was handcuffed. Okay? And the midfield police chief defended the decision. Now, here's what I'm going to say that's going to hang up the last couple of callers that, that left I left from George Zimmerman. A lot of people say, hell no, don't handcuff a child. But... And and I've been I've been in law enforcement. I was a police officer, and uh, as I was sharing last night on another show, that we got a call one time for a ten year old that had pulled a knife on his mother. And when we got there, uh, my partner I'm not going to say this in a way that will get the, the the department in any trouble, but my partner was able to defuse the situation um, old fashioned way. Okay. But what if that not had not worked? What if, uh, if if this hadn't worked? And the mother after that begged us not to do anything with the child. He didn't have a knife. It was her word against his, so we, we basically left. But as a police officer, when you come up on a scene, and if there's a child acting out like this, there's a child that's 
tearing items off the wall, biting a doorknob, which could injure her teeth and cause bleeding or infections or anything to set in, trying to break a glass frame and jumping. I mean, look, look, trying to break a glass frame. She could have cut, she could have cut herself and bled to death. She could have cut somebody else. Uh, glass frames, uh, uh, it could have been a very dangerous situation. Uh, jumping on top of a paper shredder, uh, she could have fallen and broken something. And uh, she knocked over a shelf, injuring the school principal. Now, you say, well, they need to go back to the old days and they could have grabbed her. Hell no, they couldn't have done that. And I'm tired of y'all up there. I'm tired of everybody raising hell about this. Let me just say this. If you put your hands on another person's child, you can be liable. It's just point blank, simple, end of conversation. Some of you people out there that's fighting this and hell no, you can't touch a child. You grab somebody's child next time they act out like that. And see, don't can you get sued? You can get sued. However, you are allowed to lawfully detain a person as a citizen's arrest. You are you are allowed as a police officer to have arrest powers. Arrest means detain. That's all that means. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to jail. You're detained. You're, you can't leave. You you have to uh, stay in the confines of the police department. Okay? So uh, do I think that they did right? I don't know. I wasn't at the scene. But based on what they told me, if I had been there, I would have considered handcuffing her myself. And with that being said, I'm going to come right back after the break and finish talking about this, and I'm probably going to lose every listener I got after I said that. I don't care. Uh, everything is different in police world. When you're facing these situations one-on-one, it's good to sit back in your living rooms and say what you do or wouldn't do, but you're the one facing it when you're a police officer. I'll be right back after this word. We're going to wrap the show up, baby. I'm Tony, and you're listening to me on the Soul of America Radio. We'll be right back. I'm lasting to the perfect spirit with a pen and terrific lyrics. Suffice the life of Christ, putting natural man on ice. Like Sesame Street Live, to the corn I shuck and jive. Rhymes and beats get me amped, therefore I thrive. Don't ever find it strange. On it, you got five, I got change. Levitating like a seance, computations of what I said once. Press 1 to speak with the host. If you're listening via phone and holding right now and want to speak to Tony, press 1 and you'll be put in a caller's queue. Otherwise, dial 323-784-9638. You can listen or press 1 if you want to speak. This is the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to the Soul of America Radio, bold and sexy, right here at 323-784-9638. 
888-646-9638. You listen to Tony Stallings Live. All right, I'm going to bring the music down and talk over that. So I think it's ridiculous. Um, you, you can't possibly know what's going to happen on a scene when you're there unless you're there. Now, um, you can. it's good to sit up on Facebook purposes and say it's wrong. And, you know, and, and in some respects, I agree that you can't cuff children and you shouldn't take them down to the station. But these children are different these days. When I was that age, I couldn't get in a principal's office and injure him or her by breaking a glass frame and acting a fool. I couldn't do that. Wouldn't you agree that's different? Any of my 70s folks, would you agree that that's, this is a different world? So they, they've taken out the the, uh, the the corporal punishment in school. What are our options then? I want some genius to call me and tell me an, an option. I would actually take a call if some genius want to tell me an option. And don't give me that counsel crap because they were trying to counsel this child. Fighting doorknobs? What were they supposed to do? Is there any genius out there that can tell me that? I dare one genius to tell me. What were you going to do? Sit up and hold them? Hold somebody's child so you can get sued or, or, or put your hand in the wrong place and they claim you groping? I don't think so. Do I condone on a on a on a regular basis handcuffing six year olds? No. Do I think it's something that should be in place all the time? I don't know. It might make them think if they think they may get handcuffed. It might deter some of that fool acting. So they were beating us in school, baby. We lined up and got beaten. It was a beat down. Then we got home and got beat down. I couldn't act a fool in the principal's office. Matter of fact, I couldn't even look like I wanted to act a fool. So this is another thing I'm not really feeling everybody's ranting and raving over. That poor child, that poor child bit a doorknob. She, she tore items off of the wall. She jumped on the paper shredder. She knocked over a shelf. So he's supposed to just hold her, right? Lock her in a room so she can hurt herself? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I, I think a lot of times we take a lot of this stuff a little bit too deep, and, and on Facebook... Facebook is a world. It's a society. It's a place where you can gather and say certain things and do certain uh, and get certain responses. Right now, the going thing on Facebook is to cry outrage over this. Right now, the going thing on Facebook for certain communities is, is to talk about your, the outrage of having George Zimmerman out on bail. I could care less if George Zimmerman is out on bail. I want his butt arrested. That's what he was. Now, do I personally feel like he should have stayed in? Yes. But it's in the, it's in the judicial system. Oh, I can't even say that. It's in the judicial system now. Let's let it do what it do. 
Now, the cool thing, the end thing, the fad now is to get on Facebook and talk about well, how atrocious this is. That's the cool thing. That's the end thing. That's the that's the conversation maker now. Yeah, man, George Zimmerman, they let him out. Uh, uh, uh. And let me tell you what I did when I heard about it. I, I, I watched the, the proceedings as much as I could. I went into Walmart this morning, and the cashier was ringing me up. And I just kind of whispered to her. I said very, very softly, I said, you know, George Zimmerman is out, is going to be getting out on a $150,000 bond. So she scratched her red dyed hair with her long fake fingernails, and she said, what? They're going to let him out. That don't even make no sense. Why are they going to let that man out? He shot that boy. Well, <laughs> well, put it like this. I wanted him arrested. He needs to stand trial for what he did. The outcome of the trial is really based on the judicial system, and we can pick it. We can do whatever we want after the trial, but let it do what it do. Just let it do what it do. Let it go. So I think that Facebook a lot of times, as well as the uh, uh, Internet overall, sort of puts a uh, – it, uh, it it paints us a different picture. It gives us a different mindset, and we think that everything is the way it is because that's posted on Facebook, because that's somebody – you know, you grab a you grab a, um, a status and you run with it. And if you see four or five people going, yeah, you holler, yeah. And then four or five more people see your, yeah, and there's two more people, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you got five or six more, yeah, in a whole post. And you, well, let me start this on my page. Then you went and click it on your page. Next thing you know, we got a revolution going over some crap. But that's the society. And I was a part of it for a long time until I become, became a little wise and uh, and started to uh to uh to, to realize what was really going on. And I got involved in other things. Work with Tony dot com. Check that out. Work with Tony dot com. Work with Tony dot com. I got involved in other things. Because uh uh, uh I love Facebook but it's a fad now. It's a fad. So, you know, I, I am so glad uh uh tonight that I it, this is the first show that I've done in a couple of weeks actually. Um, and I had a lot of things, uh, other things that I kind of wanted to touch on, but the time restraints were on me. Uh, I did not get a chance to uh, cover um, some of the other things I had, but that's why they have what they call other shows. And so I'll be having more shows, of course, and I will be doing a gospel show. I don't want to call it a gospel show. Uh, it's called A Praise Break. That's the name of the show. It's called Praise Break. And it's going to be a little different. It's, it's going to have a different feel. It's not going to be the funeral music, you know, uh, echo voice, you know, sounding like you're in a funeral home. You know, our prayer call at 6 o'clock for Sister Johnson. Sister Johnson, God loves you. It's not going to be that kind of show. So if that's what you want, like I said, hook up my boy Erskine Fosh and, and listen to him. He's great. Uh, love him. Erskine is the man. So you listen to Erskine Fosh. He does that. That that kind of show, mine is going to be a little different, and I'm hoping to draw a different kind of crowd because uh, my messages are going to be on hope and survival and faith, and uh, I truly mean these messages from the bottom of my heart. Uh, that's what I do. That's what I feel. 
So I'm going to be giving it the way I feel it. I'm going to put my heart into it. And before I go, i got to do one more uh, 70s ending theme. This is an ending theme that I know we all know. You can hang up on this one, but I'm going to be right back after this theme. It's 37 seconds long. Tell me if you know this one. Now it's time to say goodbye to Jed and all his kin. They would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in. You're all invited back next week to this locality to have a heaping helping of their hospitality. Hillbilly, that is. Satisfell. Take your shoes off. Y'all come back now. Here. Lester Flat and Earl Scruggs, and I think uh, Earl Scruggs, was it? Or Lester Flat, one of them died recently, and the one that played the banjo... And that particular banjo piece that he played on that show exercised his skill. He was one of the fastest picking banjo players around. And that particular uh, uh, excerpt from the uh, that ending theme, uh, very sh- it showed explicitly his talent on the banjo. He will be missed. That was Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs, the ending theme to the Beverly Hillbillies, man. That was it. I used to hear that man growing up so many different times. And, uh, and, and so it, it's good to have it. Uh, now, uh, coming up as a young man, I used to love that. So I want to thank everybody for listening to me tonight. And uh, I lost a lot of y'all when I got through with that Zimmerman rant, but that's what this is for, man. This is radio. It's a platform. That's why I have it. I can make those views, and there's no love lost. And, and like I said before, if the scoreboard says that you lost, and if the uh, stadium begins to clear out, if the fat lady sings and the parking lot is empty, if everybody goes home and the schoolboy says you've lost, and if God has told you that you won, you keep soaring because you have won. Thank you for coming out tonight, and uh, we're going to have another show. Monday will be in the ladies' room. Thursday will be Dr. Bo. we got a brand-new show for the young folks coming up with hip-hop. And I'll be back next week, of course. Yours truly. Thank you for joining us. Peace and be wild. Keep soaring. One night in Frisco on the outskirts of Frisco, I was cruising with my favorite gang. The place was so boring, stood without a town of touring. I knew that it wasn't my thing. I really wasn't caring, but I felt my eyes staring at a guy who stuck out in the crowd. He had the kind of body that would shame Madonna, and a face that would make any man proud. Oh, what's wrong? He's the greatest ever.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.